Shakedown 1979, cool kids sometimes do have the time, and one of those times is today. I'm Pat O'Brien. And I'm Frank Garcia-Hale. Welcome to the Smashing Pumpcast. Today we're joined by a very special guest in honor of 25 years of the 1979 video. We're joined by one of the kids, the cool kids in the video. Um, Lauren English is joining us. You'll recognize her from... 1979 as well as perfect but uh for reference if you watch the very beginning of 1979 she's the she's the first person you see in the big tire and throughout the video from there and in the perfect video she's the person in the dorm so without further ado here is our interview with lauren english Um, Lauren, thank you so much for chatting with us today. Thank you for having me. It's so fun to be here. Um, so we were just kind of, uh, we won't bore everybody out there with uh, with <laughs> how we know each other too much, but we have a friend in common, our friend mm-hmm. Alex, who is a good friend of ours, Frank and I. We've we've like worked, you know, in the, in the kind of comedy world. You guys, uh, your parents grew up next to each other, or you grew, you know, your parents lived next to each other. Um, and uh, yeah, so he he kind of just put us in touch with you, and we're so excited to to talk about you know the video, obviously, but what you've been up to since, and what it was like, and yeah, so yeah. so tell us um before we go backwards in time, um just tell us about tell us about what your life is like these days. Um, I'm home a lot because it's COVID time. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I moved recently. Oh, also Alex and I met in college, but I've, uh, but my parents live next door to the house that he bought with his wife. Uh, oh, right. Okay. Okay. Time. We met like studying in the same, you know, formal hall uh, freshman year and we remained friends. And then I was at my parents' house one day and I saw his last name on the uh the wi-fi when i was trying to connect you know for wi-fi i saw his name i was like wait what and i sent him a text you didn't buy that house next door did you and so uh, so there he is so we got reconnected which was really fun um yeah but i uh i live in atlanta as you know it's coming up on a year i was in los angeles and uh, my fiance came out here for work. He's in the film industry, so he was filming a TV show, uh, a creep show, uh, like a horror anthology series. Nice. Oh, and, I love that. Oh yeah, it's it's really yeah. fun. They have like creatures everywhere. We have like creatures all over our house and stuff. Which, if you know me, <laughs> is not me at all. But you know, we make room for yeah. everyone <laughs> in our home. That was. One of my favorite movies growing up. And really? uh, I did a movie that's actually on Shudder, too. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. Small world. We're making connections left and right here. <laughs> I know. It's all there. <laughs> it's all here. Um, but he came out, and then the pandemic sort of became a thing. And I had been out to visit, and I was pregnant at the time. And we decided not to travel back. So we took out a lease on a house, and we live in this nice neighborhood. And I have a seven-month-old son. Wow. And- Congratulations! Yeah. That's Thank we, you. my wife and I have an eight-month-old. We also have <gasps> a pandemic, uh, pandemic baby. It's kind of oh nice. My- it works out, right? Like it's you know, it really does. I love. I, I miss my family, but I love that like nobody's here trying to like tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> the fa- family not being able to 
see them is is the hardest part but in a way it can be a you know like you said it's it's a little bit it can be a you know a blessing and a curse but the the thing of like you know the world kind of stopping at a time when you need to be home a lot and focused on you know taking care of a baby it's that kind of works out pretty nicely oh, so. it totally works out it's it's kind of like if you have a lot of work to do a lot of reading or something and it's sunny out it's so much harder but if it's raining it's like oh well i don't need to be anywhere else yeah exactly you know? so this has been a, a year of rain in a, in a way exactly. <laughs> <laughs> i have a toddler going stir crazy so i have the opposite problem oh my god yeah i hope by the time he's a toddler things are opening up because i think yeah, yeah. Um, well congratulations it sounds it sounds like it sounds like things are are uh, there's a lot of good stuff happening for you right now, which is great. Yeah, yeah, it's it's working out. So thanks, and you too. Yeah, yeah, can't complain. Definitely can't complain. Yeah. Um. So, mm-hmm. if, so if you would take us back to just like what your life was, kind of right before, or you know, just before before you were in the music videos, like what you know, just just paint the scene of what okay. what's, what your life was so like. I would. God, I was like, I don't can't remember if I was 12 or 13, um, but I was around there and I had a birthday. So maybe I was 12 and I turned 13 or I was 13 and turned 14, something like that. Um, Cause they filmed in January and um, oh yeah. Yeah. So it was Christmas time. And I was like hanging out with one of my friends and these like two older guys invited us to go to old town Pasadena because we were, I'm from Los Angeles Mm. um, and hang out and like play Christmas, Christmas uh, carols and, you know, put a, put the guitar case out and like try to earn a little extra money because they had guitars and we couldn't play guitar, but we loved to sing. So we like (laughs) went out to old town Pasadena and it was really scary. But then once you start singing and, you know, give it, 10 minutes or something. And then you don't care who hears you. And then it's really exciting. You're like, I can sing anywhere. Mm -hmm. So we moved from, (laughs) from like a little, a little alleyway by Johnny rocket singing really quietly out into this area, like on the main boulevard in front of the gap where everyone was. And we're like singing Christmas carols. And, uh, and then we saw this woman with a little baby walking over to us and we're like, Oh, we gotta, you know, we gotta, we gotta start up a new song. And she you know, listen to us sing. And then she introduced herself uh, as a casting director. And she said she was, her name's Kim Davis, who, you know, if you look her up, she's actually done quite a lot of stuff. She was, you know, in the earlier stages of her career at that time. Um, yeah. But she said she was casting a music video and um, it was for the Smashing Pumpkins and the directors, you know, they were looking for, three guys and two girls and the directors had this idea that they love to hire, you know, a group and, um, of actual friends rather than just cast a bunch of people. So, um, so yeah, she invited us to audition and we invited my friend Steve cause we were like, okay, we got to invite another guy to make a complete group and then we'll all do this together. And, um, yeah. So then we invited my friend Steve and he joined us and we went through the process and then they chose they chose me and they chose Steve to be in the video, but, and then everyone else was just, they were in the party scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and Steve, yeah. I just watched both videos uh, just mm-hmm. before we were talking, the, the 1979 one and the perfect one. And I th- there's a character. So Steve is Steve, the guy 
who has sort of a longer, longer bowl cut type of thing, and he's wearing a green Long- sweater. <laughs> I have described it as a bowl cut, but yes, it absolutely grown was. out. Like it was like cool, <laughs> yeah. definitely cool guy hair hairstyle. Oh, he was or, really yeah. cool. Like I don't yeah. know how he came off to to people watching the video, but he was like so cool at my school. I had like a crush on him and stuff. You know, he was a couple years ahead of me. Oh, yeah. you can tell. I wanted to dress like that guy. I wanted to be, you know, I, he, but I think <laughs> yeah. they name him Steven in the perfect video. I, I, I believe. They right? did. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. yeah. Cause you use your own name in that video as well too. Exactly. Yeah. And I think like, and there's like in that second one, it takes, you know, we filmed it at UCLA and it was supposed to be my dorm room. And there was an actual picture of the two of us from his graduation oh, wow. um, that I had because we were friends and they blew it up and like put it by my bed and it's in the background. Um, yeah. So yeah, he was, yeah. The green sweater and the, he was in the back seat with me. Wow. Yeah. Um, so you were literally like if someone came up to you on the street and said, Hey kid, do you want to mm-hmm. be on TV? Do you want to <laughs> be in? in- yeah. Pretty much. In pictures. And we were like, wow. oh my God, that is so cool. The Smashing Pumpkins, like, why? You know, I mean, it was like really exciting. I'm this like 12, 13 year old kid. Yeah. And we're all so into it. Yeah. It was did really you have cool. any, uh, before that, did you have any, you said you're into singing and stuff, but did you have any sort of a- acting aspirations or was that anything you um, ever no. tried before? And I hadn't really, like, no, I mean, I was just, I just like to sing and I was mm-hmm. in a choir and I mean, I was in a production of, like the wizard of Oz, you know, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, but it was all like, it was all through singing. Right. Right. Um, yeah. And I like performed with Oingo Boingo one year. Oh really? I, Whoa. Yeah. Like in a, a children's choir. And this was all just like through my choir. There was some mother who was in the industry and they needed kids in the pajamas to like come out and sing a chorus for this one song. Oh, that's cool. We end up talking about Danny Elfman a lot. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, he released like a new kind of epic like opus track recently at the around Halloween this past year, which is really, really great. Um, so oh, it's we, so on brand for him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It has like different <laughs> movements and like, you know, kind of punky stuff and spooky stuff. And it's, yeah, it's really good. So anyway. Cool. Um, yeah. well that's, that's, I mean, so far so good. Um, so you, so yeah. you, you get cast in the video <laughs> and you're, you're, um, at least one of your actual friends and then the rest of your friends yeah. too were, were in it ultimately, um, in the party scene. Mm-hmm. What, so what, yeah. what, um, how, take us to the, to the next part when they actually like how, how, how far from there did, did the shooting actually begin? Well, I feel it was pretty, it was pretty quick because we, it was like December sometime when, cause we definitely filmed, we filmed in January. So my birthday is right in mid month on the 14th. And I remember like we finished filming, but then we had to come back an extra day because the footage had been lost. It like right. fell off the <laughs> that whole thing. So then that was, so then that was later in January. So I would say it was probably like mid or maybe early December, but probably mid December. Mm-hmm. You know, pretty soon before Christmas, when the audition, when she, when Kim Davis came up to us, and maybe the auditions were right around then, and then there was like a callback, and then they just, you know, and then costume fittings and stuff like that. So it was probably about a month or maybe a little more, but bare, but probably just around a month, like from start to finish. And then we were out in Valencia, like rolling around in tires and learning how to TP a house and stuff like that. <laughs> it's yeah. an important skill. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, for reference, because you're you're the first person we see in the 1979 mm-hmm. video because you're in that wheel, right? Yes, I'm in the tire. Yeah, yeah. which is so much fun. I've never done it since. Uh, I mean, I guess, <laughs> I don't know. The, the opportunity doesn't often present itself. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> I've never done it either, but I thought about it. I certainly so thought about it a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I was really scared, but it was so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Th- I mean, obviously, as as a kid who was super into the band, the Smashing Pumpkins, and mm-hmm. that video, I watched yeah. it all the time and thought about it. But then Beavis and Butthead also um, did it in an oh, episode too. Oh, I think I remember. <laughs> yeah, that I think they, I think they got <laughs> hurt really badly. They like continued to get hit by cars and stuff. Yeah, but, uh, of course. Oh, it didn't make it seem any less fun. Day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking about them the other day. I was remembering that episode where they go to the they go to the liquor store and buy non-alcoholic beer. Oh yeah, and oh, right. like oh sure, you guys can buy this. And they're like, oh my god, this is amazing. <laughs> that's still, I think that still might be like my favorite show. I think it's like just oh, so. It's just the best. It's so genius. <sighs> it's great. I know. Oh, I'd love to watch more of those. Yeah. So um, funny. It's coming back at some point. I mm. think they're rebooting yeah. it. Um, wow. So, so the, yeah. the, just going back to the, the reshoot thing, because um, mm. this is kind of referenced in the, the perfect video as well, where there's a tape that gets left on the roof yes. of the car. Do you know, do you know what happened there? My understanding is that like, it just got left on top of a truck when they were packing up. Cause I think that was like our, yeah, I think that was our final day of shooting, but I, I don't really remember, but I think it got left on top of a truck and just kind of fell off. So the footage itself, the foot, that, that day's footage just yes. got, just got, <laughs> man, oh man. Yeah. And it was the part, it was the party scene. It was that day at the house and when when darcy's like playing the old lady mm-hmm. that whole you know oh, and wow. the sneaking over to the pool that whole thing it was like all of that had been lost wow yeah. that's was it weird to have to do it again was anything different the second i mean it must have been somewhat different just but you know but do you, also, do you remember no, the differences I really or? i don't really it felt very much the same i was mostly just excited to like get another heyday right yeah yeah <laughs> you know like so much better than my allowance you know right oh yeah that's true yeah, yeah reshoots is, yeah that's great man yeah and just be there again and it was really fun <laughs> well, somewhere in valencia someone has that original footage oh my god somebody has to yeah wow <laughs> yeah if you're out there <laughs> we won't ask any questions but you know come forward yeah please i don't please. i think yeah. yeah i think the statute of limitations is probably up for you know, sure. stolen or found mm-hmm. footage i guess that's really mm-hmm. found footage um oh i know right yeah so we're like we we uh were watching a video uh, an interview with jimmy chamberlain the drummer recently and he was kind mm. of describing the scene the party scene and how in yeah. many ways it was an actual party and the kids there were actually like partying and you know and like in some cases you know he implied that like in some cases doing drugs or drinking or do you remember that being the vibe or was it more did it feel like more of a real party more of it a real, felt like a real party yeah. it definitely felt like a real house party mm-hmm. yeah i you know it felt rowdy they're definitely like older kids um, you know, I was still pretty young at that point. I just remember some guy like thought he was so funny. He just kept saying, "Quit fucking my shit up! Quit fucking my shit up!" I can say that, right? Please, <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> like in the kitchen, like they just you know, like guys getting drunk and rowdy. So that's 
you know, I didn't really think about it at the time, but now having many reference points for that kind of behavior, right? Yeah, it was a total party. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And were you starstruck? Did you, were you a fan of the band? I was, I was, I was, um, yeah, I thought it was like so cool and it was so fun to meet Billy Corgan and, um, and James Eha. Like those were, the two of them were both really friendly and so nice. And, mm. um, yeah. And like, uh, I remember Billy Corgan was sitting down, he was a little pigeon toed and I'm a little pigeon toed. So I was like, wow, that's so cool. <laughs> 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 or at least the way he was sitting. I don't know how he walks, but you know, toes in. Sure. Yeah. 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 Did you get to formally meet the band or was it just kind of like you shot your scenes and it was kind of separate or you guys kind of said hello and it was kind of that? I think, I don't remember if we were like introduced formally. Um, I'm sure we were, but I'm just not remembering. But what I'm remembering most is, you know, cause a lot of the stuff we'd film separate from them you know, cause it was just yeah. the kids doing their thing. But the day of the party was when there was like a lot of downtime and we'd be hanging out in front of the house. And that's when I spent a lot of time, you know, when, when Billy was there and I spent a lot of time talking to James Eha. and, um, what's funny is I actually ran into James earlier this year, I think like year, oh, nice. or, or earlier last year. And I went up and I, you know, I introduced myself. I was like, hey, I was in this video all these years ago. Yeah. So it was like funny to to see him again. Yeah. What what was that interaction like? Did he, uh, what, what, what did he, how did he react seeing you? It was, um, he was just really nice. Like, it, I think it would, you know, obviously I don't look anything like that anymore. <laughs> but, um, but he was, yeah, he was really nice and friendly. I, it was that we were, it, it was kind of a loud place we were i was at marilyn manson's birthday party and um <laughs> of all places <laughs> nice. and um my fiance and marilyn manson are like friends from many many years ago so mm. uh so we went to his birthday party and manson is married to james eha's wife's sister oh get out of here wow so they're yeah so they're extended family um, so yeah, it was kind of when, you know, we're in a place where like the music is loud and stuff like that, but it was, you know, so you can't have as easy of a conversation, but yeah, it was really nice. And I met his wife. She's this lovely, uh, sweet, you know, beautiful woman. And yeah, he just seemed really cool. Um, so that, so that's, a, that's just an interesting, um, fact. So that wasn't the first time you've hung with Marilyn Manson then probably. No. <laughs> okay. Just check. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and is that is your husband connected to him just um, through like? Does that have anything to do with the, sort of the horror channels or anything like that, or is it more? Yeah, well, yeah, like it has to. Well, he years and years ago, he and Manson like did a. He came in for a pitch, and he pitched a movie idea mm-hmm. to uh, to Brian, my my fiance. They. Um, and they just got along really well. And he, um, a couple of years ago, he told me the pitch. I, I'm sure I can't say anything about it, but it was like a really cool idea. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, wow, you guys should have made that. It was so imaginative and, you know, a very interesting take on things. Um, yeah. So they've been friends ever since. It's rare that Hollywood ever likes anything imaginative. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so it makes sense. It probably did. Yeah. Work. 
and you end up wanting to like reboot things that are like a sure investment, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's let's do this one again. Let's do this one again. You know? Yeah. 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 Speaking of actually speaking of reboots. So I don't know if you've, you've noticed or, or, or if this has crossed your, these have crossed your path, but there's been kind of oddly this year. Oh, first of all, I think this is worth noting the day that we're recording this, um, it was 25 years ago to the day that the 1979 single came out, January 23rd, 1996. And we're sitting here, it'll come out, this episode will come out a little later, but um, yeah, I think that's, I think that's worth noting. That's pretty, it's oh pretty good. Oh my God. Wow. But there, there have been a couple sort of, uh, there's a, a song um, by the boy band, the band is called Why Don't We? And the song is called okay. Slow Down. And it basically just uses the music from 1979. And it, it there's a video for it that also kind of heavily references the video that you were in. It just came out like oh a month goodness. ago. Um, have you... Oh, it, yeah, it's... It, if you, We could send it to you too if you're interested. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know if there would be anyone in your life who was like, hey, you got to check, you know, but it's it, that. And I'm then, so glad. <laughs> yeah, then there was... there Also this year, there was a, um, a Smashing Pumpkins collab with the skateboarding clothing wear brand Huff where they released a bunch of like, you know, Smashing Pumpkins skateboarding gear clothes t-shirts and stuff but they had there's like a video that promotes that which is like the the car scene you know where the the 360 spinning thing in the car it's just been oddly like resurfacing a lot very Mm -hmm. recently um Mm -hmm. yeah just curious if you've if you've uh, seen any of that stuff I have not seen any of that, but I think it's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the zeitgeist again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a question because of your reaction to like uh, the 360 car detail. What mm-hmm. was that like working with Jonathan Dayton and Valerie Ferris as far as like the shooting and hanging out with the other actors? Uh, was it fun or was it like a little tedious as some filming goes? Uh, what was that experience like? Not tedious at all. It was really fun. Um, I just remember they were nice. I feel like they had a little baby at the time, like a very mm-hmm. young infant. If I remember correctly, who like came to the costume fit, they just were such nice people. And, you know, it didn't, I mean, you wait around a lot on a film set, but it never felt tedious and never felt high pressure. Um, it, you know, I mean, it's not like, I think we were all really happy to be there. So I'm sure that we were happy to do whatever they asked and it was all really fun activities. So, you know, it wasn't like you had to be serious or you had to even remember lines or, I mean, who knows, but they Mm -hmm. were just, right. They were, they were just like really easy. They made it feel natural and fun. Um, and all the other actors, you know, we just had a lot of fun time hanging out with them and I don't know. It was, it was a really good vibe on the set for sure. Yeah. They seem to put a, a like an, a big emphasis from the from the very beginning of you know you being cast in this with your group of friends to just mm. you know the the party being like a real party. It seemed like the they, yeah. from the get-go they really were emphasizing like capturing teenagers and kids like acting yeah. in their natural state. Yeah, it felt so real and recognizable. Yeah. Yeah. Which is probably why so it's so beloved, you know, probably why so many people remember the the video so fondly. Yeah, I feel like everyone kind of they really let us sort of be ourselves. Like I remember even being on when we ran up the 
there was a scene where we get out of the car and we run up to the top of a hill mm-hmm. and we're mm-hmm. yelling and st- like they just kind of would say, Oh yeah. You know, they, there's a thing where Steve like flips off the neighborhood. Right. He's mm-hmm. like, Forget. you know, crisscross, you know, this, you know, dance of the middle fingers. Um, <laughs> and like he had done that in the audition. They said, Oh Steve, why don't you do something kind of like how you did in the audition? Like it just, there didn't, I don't even remember there being, I'm sure they said action, but it was just kind of, they would film and get different angles and it never felt intrusive or like you were on the spot. Like they, they were, yeah, it, it was a really, it, it did feel really natural and mm-hmm. they didn't, I never felt like they asked me to do anything. Cause I was, you know, younger, a little bit, like I wasn't the kind of person who would have flipped off the neighborhood, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's not who I am. And they didn't ask me to do anything like that. I mean, it worked. It, it was something that was kind of something Steve would do. And it just right. kind of felt like we all got to sort of just, you know, stay in our lane as far as just how we are naturally. Yeah. Even you know, the, what you're describing. I was gathering from the other, yeah. yeah from that, the other people too. That even, that even what you're describing there sounds like such a relatable thing from youth of like being, you know, like hanging out with kids who are a couple mm-hmm. years older than you, you know, like, mm-hmm. and sort of witnessing them like cross lines that you wouldn't cross, but like you're there for yeah. it, you know. And to stay true to that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I remember being maybe just like... I don't think I was so young or so naive that I didn't understand that, you know, the things on TV were fake or staged or anything. But every time I watched that video, it did sort of feel, um, you know, uh, not like a documentary, but like you were following mm-hmm. around an actual group of actual friends, you know, mm-hmm. actually, ex- you know, expressing themselves in the ways that you're, you're seeing mm-hmm. on screen. Yeah, it felt more like low budget indie film than say like a you know a music video. Yes, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah, yeah. So how different was the experience? Because the perfect video has more of a narrative arc for mm-hmm. these characters. So how different was that experience compared to the nineteen seventy nine uh, video? That one was um, that. Well, we weren't all together. Right. So it didn't have, you know, because there were all these different scenes. I mean, I think I saw, I, and I don't, mm, I'm not sure that I like saw Giuseppe again. He was on who's driving. Mm. I'm not sure that I yeah. saw him again that next time. But I, I remember I, I met the, the blonde girl whose name escapes me. Uh, we were at the fitting together. So, but during filming, like it was just me and Steve and, and Billy was there and the directors and then the girls who played my, you know, dorm friends. And that was it. Like no one else was, yeah, I didn't get to see other people, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it didn't have that, but then, but it, you know, but it was fun because Steve and I got to reunite. We hadn't seen each other in a while and, you know, yeah. Was there ever any discussion? Um, I guess the band wasn't really around that much longer after, uh, or initially after um, mm-hmm. the perfect video, but was there ever any discussion of like a third installment uh, of uh, bringing the characters back? I guess maybe you Not wouldn't know. I'm aware of, yeah. I mean, maybe, <laughs> but um, not not that I'm aware of. And then we also didn't have like even for that second one, they weren't able to get one of the the other blonde guy who had been his name also was escaping me too. Um, the other blonde guy who was in the back seat with me and Steve on the mm-hmm. other side. 
Um, so they hired an actor to play that character. So I think, you know, if they're, you know, that could have been part of it or, or maybe they're just, you know, didn't seem to be a continuation. I'm not sure, but yeah. Well, uh, the band is back together now. Um, mm-hmm. If asked, they're doing a sequel album to Melancholy. That's true. That is true. Yeah, <gasps> so they announced maybe. like a sort of, well, not even, he didn't even call it spiritual sequel, but sort of like yeah. said it'll be sort of a complete the trilogy that is apparently uh, Melancholy, Machina, and then whatever this next one will be, which I think they're working on. Okay. So if you are asked with, you know, you have a child now, you, you know, you live in Atlanta, <laughs> but if you're asked to do some video or something that's kind of exploring where yeah. all these people are now, what do you think you would do it? Oh my God, of course, it would be so much fun. I love being a part of this little, you know, th- this, this little, you know, bit of culture. It's just so cool for me, you know? Yeah. I, um, yeah. I don't know if this is true or if it needs to be true or not, but kind of watching the videos earlier, I was looking at the comments and um, some people were, were uh, theorizing that the kids mm. from, so the first pumpkins video that Jonathan Dayton and Valerie Ferris did was rocket off of Siamese dream, which featured mm. a bunch of young kids, um, you know, plotting <laughs> mm. their escape in a rocket I don't know if it's the same number of kids, but kid, but it was sort of like more boys than girl, and maybe one girl and uh. like three boys or something. So people, have, but there's there's a theory out there that those kids become you guys, you know, and then oh. become the old. So I don't know. Food for thought, I guess. <laughs> Tasty food for thought. I don't know if yeah. that's going to affect your your life going forward in any way with knowing that. Oh man, big way, big way, <laughs> big changes, yeah. big shift here. Yeah. Did you get? recognized a lot after the video like do uh people like I, when you went back to school and stuff or uh are there people in your life who now are like oh that's so cool that you were part of that video yeah i think like well back in school because i went to a school that was like seventh through twelfth grade so mm-hmm. you know i was like on the, the younger end of that obviously and it was huge school all sorts of people <laughs> like big you know big classes all the way through in all six grades but so it definitely like got me recognized at school to be like, oh, that's that girl from the video, you know, and I was a little more on the shy side. Um, so, but outside of that, like just out in my normal life, no one would have ever recognized me, obviously, because, you know, I'm not 13 years old anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it is something that like I've told people over the years and it, people always think it's so cool. And I still always think it's so cool. Um, but everyone always loves that video, but I think a lot of people, at least people that I've talked to, weren't aware that the perfect video was a sequel mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah Cause the, like you said, the characters are sort of spread out from each other. And I mm. think I, I think I recognize, I think the first person I recognized, I think I knew it was at the time because I recognized, um, I think it was Giuseppe that you met because yeah. he's sort of been he's sort of an actor in in other yeah um, Independence Day Detroit yeah Rhapsody. yeah yeah um, but yeah then then it's like then when you dive deeper you got the whole the whole tape narrative you got you know there's there's a lot of uh, yeah <laughs> lot of dots to connect. I can still see also just him in, at the video store. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> that image of him. Like, I just love all the stuff that they captured. And I, you know, I loved watching that video back a bunch of times too. I mean, obviously, because it's 
I'm in it and it's fun. And, you know, I know the people in it. I know how it was made. I mean, that makes it interesting for me, of course. But I also just love the way the story unfolded, you know? It's a it's such yeah. a great so video. Good at capturing moments. Yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful video, and I feel like this one, this song, and like we, you know, this is a podcast about the Smashing Pumpkins primarily. That's what we, mm-hmm. you know. So we're we're preaching to people who are like very into the band, but this yes. song and this video, I guess it's Night Tonight video too, but probably this one more. Like it seems to have transcended people who are even big fans necessarily mm-hmm. you know like this song has really yeah even with all the ways it's popped up just in this year alone like reworked yeah. you know re- references to it like it seems like something about it um has has really including the video is really connected with a lot of people yeah well i remember them telling me that um sorry steven's like they had gotten a lot of calls after 1979 came out one of them was uh, from Steven Spielberg. Oh, really? Oh, wow. And I was talking to uh, my fiance last night, you know, who's a veteran of the film industry. And I can't believe I didn't know this before. He said, oh, yeah, th- th- I, I saw that video. And I, I called, he also called Valerie and Jonathan in for <laughs> after yeah. having seen that video, because that's how it used to be. Like the, like the director started yeah. out and he's like, I think David Fincher you know, start out in music videos. Mm-hmm. Did he do mm-hmm. like Freedom 90 or something like that? Like so a lot of cool yeah. ones that are, you know, that were, you know, very culturally significant. Um, so yeah, it's just, it, like people loved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people really loved it. I would agree. Yeah. And music videos haven't, certainly haven't gone away, but you're right. It it, it spawned like a lot of film directors career that, that mm-hmm. you know, do, doing that, making uh, music videos in the 90s. And, and they were so... I guess because you, everybody was sort of plugged into the same mm. thing, more or less. MTV, mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 yeah, oh, they were so huge. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. what a man. Well, man. recently they re-released the 1979 Imperfect video in HD, uh, oh. so it's really cool to watch yeah. those videos uh, with that clarity because you get to catch stuff that maybe you missed when mm. it was like kind of low res. Um, so you, so tell us a little bit just uh, just about like what what's your, your your husband's in the in the film industry and and you're mm. a, a therapist these yeah. days, right? I am. Uh, yeah. So I am obviously at home with my seven month old <laughs> a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially during COVID, you know, I, then I, I work on the phone and I do zoom sessions. Um, yeah. And I'm a therapist. That's great. That's you I mean, mm-hmm. you're doing, you're doing, um, yeah. I, I mean, I feel like therapy, <laughs> there's probably, yeah, there ha- yeah of, of all the times, it, it, you know, in recent history, I feel like therapists are, is it, is it hard for you? Like, um, I mean, COVID's hard for everyone in, in many ways, mm-hmm. but like, is it, um, or is it tough to absorb like kind of every, or, or all of your, your clients or your patients stress ab- about what's going on? Well, it's not, it dep- well, um, not, not really. Cause I also sort of, um, I don't know. There's something about when you designate this time, like if you're talking to a friend or your mom or I don't know, whoever, and you talk to that, it, like when, when the relationship is not, when, when the relationship is classified differently, it can sort of overwhelm you. You're talking mm-hmm. to a friend who's always down or something like that, you know, where there's supposed to be a different kind of exchange. But when, you know, I have this, you know, 
time set aside. And I really am just like, it's not about me at all. I'm really just there to help facilitate something for this person. We're focusing and it. And it also is such a positive, you know, and you go through really awful. I mean, you, you feel what they're feeling and you like, you, you can, you know, you talk about all sorts of really very, very difficult things sometimes, you know, I mean, every session is different. Sometimes they're lighter, sometimes they're really heavy, but but the fact that it's like so focused mm-hmm. on them and it, it somehow doesn't, it doesn't really stress me out or like, or tire me or anything, you know, just mm-hmm. cause it's, it's so focused on being helpful right? and, you know, and then also it just, it's really, it feels good. You, you get so much out of it because especially over time, you can even look back like six months or even sometimes like two months or a month with someone, you know, and it's just kind of, you see how much they've improved and it really, you know, it really does like charge you up. And sometimes, I mean, I had a day of sessions yesterday and (laughs) you would think I would be exhausted, but no, I was like energized afterward. And, you know, and we like, so, you know, we dealt with some hard stuff, but it was also like, there's something that's also very satisfying about Things that, like when life is hard and you're not facing it, it's much heavier. Mm-hmm. But when you look at things and you actually get some work done and you actually kind of shed light on things, it's such a relief. Like it, it, it makes everything easier. And to be there for the process of that is, I don't know. I, I yeah, it doesn't wear me out at all. <laughs> That's great. I mean, you're, yeah, you're helping yeah. That's people. Great to yeah. And, and yeah. I mean, yeah, man, oh man. It's, we're, yeah, we're very pro, pro therapy on, on this, uh, yes, absolutely. Podcast. Too. <laughs> oh, on this podcast. Yeah. That's on good. this podcast. And, and, you know, we like to think that we're setting the tone for the rest of the, the country in a way. All right. Um, I mean, come on. Yeah. Do you, um, do you, do you still sing? Um, around the house and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I actually, it's so funny because I'm always like, oh, I got to sing more because it, it feels good. You know, it's a nice, enjoyable thing to do. Um, but in my busy life, I never did it. But now that I have a baby, I'm like singing him all the time. Yeah. He loves it. Yeah. Oh my God. They love when you sing to them. <laughs> yeah. Constantly. My wife used to be a singer in a band and oh. uh, she basically just sings for our daughter now. And last night she got her first applause oh, at really? that time. Yeah. Oh, that <laughs> so, so she cool. was like, yeah, very touched. It's got to feel good. The first applause. Yeah. Well, we, we know that you have to run. Uh, mm. We don't want to take up too much of your time, uh, but we just really want to thank you for taking the time to speak to us and give you, give us uh, your experience on these videos. Uh, just, uh, is there, uh, anything that you would like to promote or uh, plug? Um, you know, not. Re- I mean, I don't know if you if you need some therapy or something. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> so you could always eat, right? You could always find. I mean, I'm on Instagram, Lauren Amelia English. You can slide into my DMs if you you know need someone to talk to. But uh, I don't know. Other than that, I just hope everyone's doing well and don't need to promote anything. I'm all good. <laughs> but thanks. Cool. Uh, well, thank you so much. It yeah, was it was pleasure. such a pleasure talking yeah. to you. And you know, I don't know. Maybe we'll in the in the after time. Maybe we'll catch you around the um, the Scordellis compound. Yes, in the after times, I'm definitely going to try to get back out there and visit. You know, my parents who are his next door neighbors. Yeah, yeah, that's 
streets. <laughs> we've definitely <laughs> been. To, we've been to his. Yeah, we've been next door. We've been, you know, within a, a stone's throw of where your parents live. So, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. The, they're two like sweet old ladies, not old ladies. They're like in their seventies, um, <laughs> and they're very sprightly. My mom teaches yoga in her retirement. You know, <laughs> so they're good. Oh. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, well, Lauren, right. thank you so much. Um, Lauren English, everybody. Yeah, thank you. Nice to talk to you guys. Great talking to you. All right. Well, that was our interview with Lauren English. Man, that was that was great. She's what a what a pleasure uh, to talk to her. Yeah, check her out in the 1979 and perfect videos which are now in hd glorious hd you can see every detail yeah crisp 1080p and not a, <laughs> and not a pixel less well that's going to do it for this episode of the smashing Pumpcast. you can check us out on our various socials instagram and twitter correct on instagram you can find us at smashing Pumpcast and cast is spelled k-a-s-t you can also find us on twitter at pumpkins podcast and podcast is spelled normal there then you can also email us the smashing pumpcast at gmail.com cast is spelled k-a-s-t and uh we have lots more cool stuff coming up for you in this this big year of 2021 uh stay safe out there pumpkin heads and until next time we bid you farewell and, and good, good.